Hello guys. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome to the How's Your Heart podcast. If you haven't been here before, my name is Jess. It's such a privilege and such a pleasure to be in your earbuds or at your car speaker today. So nice to be jumping back on the podcast after a nice long break off. How are you doing? How is life? How's your heart? Um, it'd be so good to catch up with you. If you aren't over on the Instagram already, come send me a DM, say hi. I'd really love to chat with you. But today is a very exciting episode. Um, A, because I'm recording in a podcast studio, I guess you could call it. Um, I thought with the new season, with the new year, I'd bring in something a little bit fancy, hopefully a little bit better audio quality and come to a recording studio. And I have spent the past hour and a half, it's actually been two hours now, um, trying to figure out how to use this equipment and also try and relearn how to talk to myself for half an hour to 45 minutes um, because I'm a little bit out of practice if I am honest. But here we are. If you're listening to this, I've sorted out how to get out that background noise. So good on me. <laughs> um, but also because today is the first episode of season six, which is just very, very exciting. I'm so glad that I've continued this practice and coming back to talk to you guys and to build this community because it is such a dream and it has just transformed my life in so many ways. So here we are. Thank you so much for being here. It's so good. I guess we should dive into a few little life updates before we get into the nitty gritty about season six. Um, 2024, baby, we're here. We're ready. <laughs> I'm feeling really excited about this year, if I'm honest. I'm excited to deep dive into my life. I feel like for 2023 and the years before that, I was really in survival mode and I was just trying to get by. And I really want to dive back into that inner child joy and to come back to peace and alongside that, like cheerfulness. I feel like those are two of my core values that were really put to the wayside last year when I was just trying to get by. And, you know, everyone has their season of trying to get by and I'm grateful for that. And I'm glad it's passed because I really want to start, yeah, just having a really enjoyable and aligned year in 2024. I have the triathlon coming up in March. So it's 55 days, I think today. 55 days until I compete in my first triathlon. Guys, training has been a bit intense, if I'm honest. I have been recovering from a hip injury for the past, past few months. So I haven't been able to run. And some of the sessions that, um, well, I'm going through Try Buddy, which is like an app slash program that you can use for triathlons. I'm not sure if it's all that good. I mean, I guess we'll see when I finish the triathlon if it really helped me. Um, but some of the sessions on there, the running ones, I went on my first 7k what would you call it it was just like um 600 off 600 oh no, 600 on 600 off continuous and I'm not very good at the whole fast running thing so my 400s were very very slow to try and compensate for that but that is okay it's been a challenge and it's been hard but I think that's all part of that goal setting thing I watched a video and you know, when you're on TikTok and you scroll to a video and it's got like 
three likes and you're like, get this off my For You page. Like, I don't really want to look at this. I know that sounds so brutal, Um, but I usually scroll past it. But then also if I'm posting on TikTok and it doesn't get the reach, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Um, Anyways, besides the point, I I watched one of the videos that had like three likes and it honestly has changed my life, especially around goal setting. The guy, he was walking through the jungle and he, he was like 40 or 50 years old, bless his soul. And he was like, goal setting is not just thinking you want something and going after it. You're, if you're able to see and know how to get to your goal, you're being too safe. You're playing it too small. Setting a goal is about not knowing how you're going to get there, but getting like wanting to achieve a goal that is really important to you and really meaningful to you and navigating and the journey of navigating how to get to that goal is also part of it is also part of the joy is also part of the adventure of getting to the goal and that's really the energy that I'm taking into this triathlon because a I've never done triathlon before and b I have no idea how to get there. (laughs) I'm just even thinking about it. I woke up this morning. I was like, I'm going to have to swim and then cycle and then run like all back to back. Anyways, I actually can't think about it for too long because I'll creep myself out. I'll be like, I've set myself up for failure here, but that's all part of it. That's part of the journey is setting a goal that you don't know how to get to, but that goal and achieving that goal is really important to you. And that's really important for me in 2024. So there we are. That's the triathlon update. Um, Life update. I am going back to full-time uni, which is very weird to say. Very, very weird to say. I feel like, well, I haven't done full-time uni in like maybe two or three years. I don't really know the timeline. Two, maybe, let's just say two years. And um, I did not handle full-time uni very well. As much as I'm a go-getter, I'm a, you know, I love my routines. I love like doing hard work. I love doing hard shit. Like uni is just one of those things where in high school I was really, I was an academic, like I came runner up ducks. It was one of my things. It was my hobby to like study and to be really yeah good and like get good results. And in uni, that's just like fall into the wayside. But anyways, this year we're going to be, um, and I've said this to my friends and they've kind of looked at me like, oh, once you get through a few more seasons, you'll be fine. But I'm starting Gilmore Girls. So I'm really in my early season of the Gilmore Girls Rory. (laughs) I'm trying to embody that and that study and work ethic as we head into 2024 and the full-time uni that comes along with that. But I'm really excited for it because Whilst I've been working in the industry as an OT assistant, speechy assistant, I've become really excited about it. And I'm so glad because, you know, when you like choose a topic that you want to study at uni and you're like, oh gosh, like if I get into the real world and I don't actually like this, like have I just wasted four years? Obviously you haven't wasted it. You've learned a lot along the way, but it's really nice to know that I've chosen a degree that I really enjoy working in the workforce with. So I'm very excited to actually become an occupational therapist and become a health professional. I think that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, very excited. Very, very excited about that. I think that's all the life updates. Oh, well, okay, we'll do a dating one. And it's going to be really, really quick, because I actually can't get into it or else it'll be the whole entire episode. Um, So you know how last year I was like, that's it. I'm doing a whole year of being sober from boys. 
that's not gone to plan. Um, so, yeah, I did go on a few dates. Some were really good. Some were really good and I don't usually have, like, good dates, but, like the vibes. Like usually the, the date goes well but, you know, when it's just like – you don't really like them after the date. You're like, oh, no, it just wasn't the person. Well, I've had a few good dates, but I had a really good date and I guess we are seeing each other. Guys, I don't know. I can't. I actually haven't made up my mind, but I think he's really sweet and he's bringing a lot of fun and joy into my life, so that's really good. That That's all I can really say. Let's get into the episode because <laughs> or else I'll just ramble and ramble and ramble and I haven't really got any idea about that too much. But, yeah, I guess we're not boy sober at all at the moment. So that's fun and that's all I'm really going to say on that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's dive into it. Season six, we're coming back to our roots. We're coming back to the practices and the simple things, the simple habits in our life that actually make us feel Good. This is a topic that I've been pondering on for a while. I've been reflecting on what I learned from therapy and how I can make that more accessible to you guys in the podcast. And like, especially if you aren't in therapy or you don't really, yeah, you're not at that stage where you want to engage in therapy, that's fine. Everyone has their journey. But if you're listening to this, you'll learn a few things <laughs> that I learned from therapy, especially around coming back to our roots and especially coming back to our core values, because that was a massive part of my therapy journey that transformed how I live now. I would not be living in the same way as I am right now, as we speak, if it wasn't for the work I did on core values and the journaling and the conversations I have with my therapist and my friends and my family around core values. So when I was thinking about season six, I was considering what are my roots? What are the practices that I come back to despite the noise in social media and in the wellness space about what you should be doing or what you could be doing, what are the things that actually, 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 actually work for me? And despite like whether they fit into the norms and the conversations that are having in social media, what are the things that actually work for me? And it came down to journaling. Journaling has been a big practice of mine since well, I'm on my sixth journal now since 2020. And I think I started in 2020. I could have a few journals from before then. But journaling has been a big practice of mine. And then, oh, well, I guess the name of the podcast, How's Your Heart? That quote there was a journal prompt for me within my journals for a long time. And that was a big part of my journey as well, because not only did that help me to be able to like expand, okay, like actually reflect what's going on inside my heart, what is happening for me on an internal space. And then to be able to reflect on that, that quote also has translated into how I connect with others, which is, I think, a really big root in my mental health journey, being able to connect with friends, to be able to surround myself with people who conversations beginning with how's your heart are a safe conversation and a conversation that benefits all parties because everyone feels like it's a safe place to be vulnerable. It's a safe place to be able to talk about the really hard shit that's happening in life and to just know that every feeling that they have is valid and that if they want advice, they can ask for advice. And if they just want to be heard, they can just be heard. And 
that really translated into the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully you guys get that same kind of energy from this podcast. If not, we need to make some changes because that is the only aim that you guys feel heard and feel seen and feel supported. Um, and another one is another one of my roots is um, coming back to my core values and living in alignment with those. And I wouldn't have been able to determine my core values and how important it was for me without my therapist. But we're going to work on that throughout this season so that you guys can start that journey at home. Maybe it is with your journal. Maybe it is something you take to therapy. Maybe it is something you talk about amongst your friendships. I think that's a really beautiful way to do it as well. Um, Surrounding yourself with people who are in that like-minded state of wanting to live in alignment and wanting to live their best life um, is honestly such a game changer. And I really yeah, go after those friendships. They are so, so worth it. Let's segue into the topic of this first episode though. So a big part of coming back to my roots, obviously, like I said, was journaling. And so I thought for season six throughout it, we could have a topic of conversation that is turned into a journal prompt that you guys can take into your journals and into your lives after you listen to the podcast. So it becomes a little bit more practical, an actionable thing you can do in your life to help you come back to your roots, to help you to reflect, to help you to level up in your life as we head into 2024 or whenever you're listening to this episode. So for today's topic, we are talking about how is your heart with urgency? And I specifically wanted to talk on this because I was listening to the Skinny Dipping podcast with Kayla Rose. Kayla, we love you. You are just amazing. (laughs) Um, I get a lot of inspiration from her and she was talking about urgency and how it's quite often driven from the ego, right? The in that really intense feeling of like everything needs to change. I need to upheaval my life and just change everything all at once. And it feels really rushed. It can feel really anxiety inducing. It can just feel really overwhelming. And so I was thinking about urgency or what it means to me. And I had this question come up. Is it an intuitive pull or is it an avoidance strategy? And when I was reflecting on moments in my life where I felt that urgent feeling, where I felt like, oh my goodness, I hate everything that is happening right now. I hate the feelings that are coming up. I just feel like I need to completely change my life. It's time to uh, like remove all the clothes from my closet, come up with a new style. I need to cut my hair and like make it a different color or I need to break up with this person because I just feel so trapped in this relationship. Like whatever it was for me, like I just felt like this anxiousness that everything needs to change. And if it didn't, like I would genuinely not be okay. And I was reflecting on like the specific moments in my life where I was feeling urgent. Um, well, I was feeling this sense of urgency, sorry. And actually asking myself that question like is it a pull is it intuitive pull or is it an avoidance strategy quite a lot in my past I've been really avoidant with my emotions and anytime that anxiety or like that feeling of I'm not good enough comes up I like avoid it and I mask it with yeah 
<laughs> a sense of urgency. I like completely changed my life. I moved my bedroom around. I remember, and guys, this is a big insight into my life. When I was like six years old, I would wake up crack of dawn and be like shoving my wooden single bed along wooden floors, moving my bedroom around because I was just that anxious kid who was like, oh my gosh, everything needs to change. I need to wake up. I need to be a new person, like that kind of thing. And my parents would walk into my bedroom and be like, what are you doing? It's literally 5am and you're dragging your wooden floor, your wooden bed across the wooden floor. How can you even move that? And I was just so determined. I'd like rip my sheets off my bed and be like, everything needs to start new. Like (laughs) I was so dramatic. Like, honestly, I'm surprised I'm not a theatre kid at this point. That innate tendency of mine to just go after the urgent feeling because I had like all of this emotion. I had no idea what to do with it. So I just mask it and use the sense of urgency to be my avoidance strategy. And I've carried that trend (laughs) throughout my 20s, throughout my teen years. And honestly, I mean, it's led me to this point. So here we are. And I thought I'd talk about this today because as we head into the beginning of 2024, there's probably going to be a lot around hustle culture, right? There's going to be a lot of shoulds. You should be doing this workout program. You should be eating in this way. You should be doing these habits. You should, should, should. And it can feel really overwhelming and it's a really easy place to get dragged into when we are feeling this sense of urgency. We're like, okay, 2023, like we're reflecting on that. We're doing the good things. We're doing a journal practice on it. We're like, okay, what was 2023 like? And you're like, okay, well, I didn't really have a good 2023. Everything needs to change. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. We're setting goals, blah, blah, blah. And it can feel very stressful in this first season of January because you just are like, okay, my whole life needs to change and my whole persona needs to change and my whole personality needs to change. And this hustle culture kind of gives us the idea that we always need to be doing something, that we always need to be shifting. And I think the wellness space can do this as well. Like we could, we all kind of have this idea that we want to like change in some way, that we want to be better in some way. But I think it's the way that we approach it. That is the differentiating, differentiating factor in this because what would it be like if you approached the things and the goals that you wanted with a sense of peace? What would that look like? Like how would that shift the energy from, okay, let's just like give an example here because I think that's the best way to do this. Let's say that you're wanting to do a fitness goal this year. You're like, okay, I really want to do a triathlon. (laughs) And maybe you've never done it before like me. (laughs) I'm trying to put myself in the avoidance strategy persona. I'm like, well, I feel like I need to do this to prove myself as an athlete, to prove I can do hard things. I feel like I need to knuckle down. I want to become really fit. Maybe there's some body image things in there. I want to, like, I'm really competitive. I want to beat that person. Like, you know, all of those kind of conversations and you're kind of going after that goal in that urgency and avoidant strategy kind of way, right? What would it look like if we approach that goal with a sense of peace? If we were like, I've seen people do a triathlon and 
that looks like really hard. <laughs> it looks like a really big journey, but I love their dedication and I love their discipline. And I would really enjoy the sense of completing something that I have no idea how to get there, but I really want to find out how to get there because that goal seems really special and really sweet. And approaching it as kind of like, okay, I'm not going to train a million hours per week like the urgence and avoidance strategy would. I'm instead going to make a plan. I'm going to devise what I'm going to do throughout the week on my day-to-day so I can set myself up for success and approach it in a peaceful way. And I know that triathlon training is pretty intense, so like maybe that wasn't the best example, but it really just puts it into perspective that no matter what the goal is, reflecting on what it would mean to you to achieve that and then how you want to go about it. Do you want to go about it? And then why would you want to go about it in a avoidance manner? in a way that is really intense, in a, re- in a way that it really reflects hustle culture, that all or nothing mentality that we've talked about a million times on this show. Um, obviously, like if you've been there before, you know that all or nothing mentality kind of drops you back into the space where you were initially. Like it comes from that lack and that negative mindset that is not a nice place to be girl, I've been there. I've been there. That all or nothing mentality really carried me through my ED and it it did not leave me out successful on the other side. In fact, it's a habit that I'm trying to break. So instead, I really would encourage you to reflect and be like, okay, I really want to do things that are intuitive to me, that are in line with my core values that are important to me rather than urgent to me. And that is what I want to get to now. When I did a little bit of research for this show, I was looking up what it meant to be urgent. Like what, what was the definition behind that? And one of the common searches was urgency versus importance. And it came up with the two definitions. And this is really what I grasped from it when I put it into relation to this episode today. Is it a need to be achieved by a certain date? Or is it a core value that is important for the longevity of your happiness? And I think I want to use that whenever I make any decision because a big part of my therapy journey was coming back to my core values. And that is what is important to me. That's what core values are. They're the values that you find important, that you want to live your life by, that you want to represent you. Like when people think about you, what are the qualities that they bring up that they talk about and maybe maybe that's not the best example because we don't always want to do it for other people's perception but also like you like how, what words what adjectives would you use to describe yourself and write them down put them in a journal put them in a notes app but as we reflect on our goals for 2024 and kind of as we head throughout 2024 the decisions and the goals we make for ourselves I really want to challenge us to be a bit more reflective on them because, A, you are inherently worthy as you are. You do not need to change in order for your value to increase. You are amazing and you are you are hot. <laughs> you are a great friend. You are dedicated. You are hardworking. You are kind and you are compassionate and empathetic And you, as you are, are so worthy of all of the beautiful love and self-love that you could ever get. And so 
instead of making decisions from a place of urgency, let's take time to pause and instead ask ourselves, is the change that we are seeking rooted in self-belief, in this belief that we want more and we want to go after it and we are capable of going after it? Or is it coming from a place of anxiety? Because if it is coming from a place of anxiety, that's okay. Like it's okay to acknowledge that, that maybe that decision is rooted in anxiety. You can still make, (laughs) I say this all the time and specifically around dating, it's all right, we're getting there. Um, I always say to them, I know it's a bad decision, but I'm going to do it anyways. Kind of, you can just do it for the experience. And I know that that is like the biggest cop out ever, like, it's not, I'm not going to say that's advice and please don't take that as advice, but sometimes you're like acknowledging and that self-awareness is the first step, right? And sometimes we need to just practice that self-awareness piece and learn from our lessons enough to be able to be like, okay, instead of just pausing, becoming self-aware, like let's actually make the different decision because in order to get different, we have to act different and make different decisions. And so as we head into the first few months of 2024, I know that this is going to be a big year for all of us and I'm rooting for you. I'm so excited for the amazing things you're going to do this year. And I know this episode was quite quick, but it was really just a kickstarter into what will be an amazing season six with myself and our beautiful guests. This episode is really the first journal prompt that you'll be getting across this season that is really just going to take your decision-making and the ways in which you make decisions for your life, for yourself, away from that anxiety, hustle culture, urgency, avoidance state, and more give you a strategy to be able to approach things with peace and to listen to your body and to listen to your heart and to listen to your mind and to approach things from a intuitive space because that is where those core values are really going to shine. We're going to start acting from a place where our core values are our most important compass, where they determine and they really signal to us, okay, what decision can I make for the longevity of my happiness and the longevity of my core values being the basis of how I make decisions. I'm super excited to continue this conversation with you guys as we head throughout season six. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoy the journal practice alongside it. I will see you next week for another episode, but until then, have a gorgeous day or night wherever you are and yeah, love you long time guys. Thank you so much for hanging out today. It is always a pleasure to be able to open up this conversation about mental health and the human experience. How's Your Heart, the podcast was created as a place for sharing from the heart. And because of this, it does not cover a professional or medical scope. And the concepts and tools discussed by myself and our beloved guests should not be taken as medical advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health, reach out to a medical professional or call Lifeline on 13 11 14.